You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Well, power everybody, it's your boy Al Mega. Thank you for listening to another Pro- Comic Crusaders Podcast. Today, I have an amazing guest. My homie is a, is a serial entrepreneur. He's a daddy. He's a hubby. He's a hustler. He's a human. He's done things in comics, and now right now he's trying to bless the independent community with the um, the most best crowdfunding platform I've heard of yet. I mean, I've had multiple creators on that are on this platform, and, and they have nothing but good things to say. I mean, the platform is called Zoop. Z-double-O-P. And you can check them out at Z-double-O-P dot double G. And let me bring on the big homie right here. The brains, the big brains, the one and only, Jordan Bronsky. Yeah, what up, kiddo? How you doing? You make me feel like I'm in the club, Al. Like, I just want to get nuts right now. Yeah, let's do it, bro. Yo, Mark, let me play some music. We get, we get in there. Hey! <laughs> Jordan, awesome. what's popping, kiddo? How you doing? Doing well, man. Thank you for doing this again with me. I know we tried doing this, and then it just it didn't work out. Technology is here to help us, but sometimes fails us as well. But uh, thank you again for your patience. Thank you to your audience for coming back, hopefully, uh, to hearing me talk. Uh, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Can we curse? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is an adult show. I don't make shows for kids, yo. All right? I'm an adult. I don't make stuff for kids out here. I have a 21-year-old daughter now. She, she's heard enough. <laughs> just heard it all all right so um yeah kiddo so thank you for coming on yeah folks we tried this before and, and apparently that hot california weather melted his phone you know unfortunately and, and, but right now he's back so it's a good thing because this platform is amazing there's no way we cannot talk about what he's doing all right on this platform but before we get into all that you know, this is Comic Crusaders, comics, origin story of this serial entrepreneur. Talk about where you from. Oh, man. All right. So grew up on Long Island, New York. Hey. Um, was into music for the longest time. Um, music and comics were kind of like the two things. Professional were you a wrestling. DJ or some shit from Long Island? What's that? Were you a DJ, DJ JP or something? What's going on? <laughs> drum, I, I, was, I was a drummer, actually. So oh, word? Yeah, I did play music for a real long time, Um, probably from like the time I was 14, played professionally for a while until I was about like 31, 32, and then sort of left that world behind, became a family man, started my first business. Um, You know, this is is sort of the very long story short, but the first business was also in comics, and it was called Comic Comic Blitz. Uh, It it was like Netflix for digital comics, or, or for this audience, like Comixology Unlimited. Right. Okay. So subscription based digital comics. Uh, we wound up selling that company to a video streaming distribution platform. So, you know, like just any of those TV streamers, gotcha. uh, movie streamers, and then they, they had the comics as part of their offering as well. And then when the pandemic hit, um, it was seeing comic shops close. It was seeing, you know, uh, diamond shut down and seeing that there's like some holes in the industry. How can we solve some of some of these problems, right? And 
like DC Comics had slashed their output by 25% or something like that. All this means less work for creators, you know, in the traditional way that that people were used to creating and distributing comics. That was reduced. That got like knocked out or we saw how frail that could be, you know, um, and really just knock out the industry as a whole. So I got together with my co-founder, uh, Eric Moss, came from IDW Publishing, spent some time okay. at Disney. How did you um, meet Eric? So, well, when I was with Comic Blitz, uh, he was at IDW and he was my point of contact there. We were licensing content from IDW to distribute through the platform. Okay. And so we reconnected over the pandemic. He was helping uh, IDW do some Kickstarters. He did the Berserker Kickstarter for, for Boom Studios. And hey, yeah, everybody knows about that one shit. <laughs> the, number, the number one comics crowdfunding campaign of all time. So he was the project manager for that. It wasn't um, for Keanu, though, because he's doing that work. So, yeah, we want to see more Keanu kick ass. That's why. <laughs> Look, the, the, the book is like number one every month when it comes out on the stand. So yeah, man, boom, this sign right there. Let me tell you, boom for real, right? Where if I love it? Absolutely, it's outselling Batman when it comes out. So that's pretty crazy. But yeah, um, good as it should. I mean, you know, Batman overrated, man. I mean, I know. It, don't send hate mail to Jordan. Eh? I'm no. just saying, Batman. <laughs> I'm just saying, Batman overrated, man, for real. Sometimes. This, oh man, you, if you're on Twitter lately, you're probably loving all the conversations. People are talking about Batman. Is, is you know, should he be spending his money to, you know, build oh a God. suit or to like actually yeah. deal with real world go, crime? Yeah, let's go to that Grant uh, Morrow scenario. Where you're like, like folks, this is comics. It's not supposed to be real. He's going to be dealing with this stuff. <laughs> To, to each to each their own. Enjoy how you want to enjoy. Yeah, um, exactly. But that's what it is. Comics are for everyone, so long as you, and you can find your lane. <laughs> it's, it's, wow, that honestly, that's that's all it comes down to. There's something for everybody. Find yours. Leave everybody else alone. Let them enjoy what they enjoy. Yeah, man, that's, that's what I'm all about. I don't care what you love or you know whether I like it or not. Yo, tell me about it. I would love to hear about it. Maybe you'll convince me. You never know. Hey, I could spend a whole hour talking about the first twenty-five issues of the New Warriors from nineteen ninety-one. So that's like that's like my my desert island run right there. My boy Hans, shout out to Ed Copy. He would love you because he was trying <laughs> to sell the hood back in the day on the New Warriors, and we weren't listening because we were doing other things, you know, and the <laughs> other stuff. He said, "Oh, you got to check out this. Oh, it's dope, Dad." He was doing the um, what was it? The uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but you know, the Valentino run. Yeah, sure. Goes, oh, you guys gotta check out this. We like, it looks too silly. But yeah, that was the, but <laughs> that was was the thing. So, Classic run, though. That original, that original Guardians run was sort of like it legitimized. Um, it sort of like legitimized the New Warriors because you had Vance Astro, who was in both books. It uh, this is this can be a deep dive real fast, so we we could steer away from this, <laughs> but like. The future version, the present day version, and, and and it was like, oh my god, this guy's gonna be somebody. Like you know, eleven year old Jordan so, is like freaking out. So of you this. were a fan of both, and I had to bring that up because I just gave you a mind blown moment. Okay, great, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a Marvel. Yes, good stuff. De- definitely, definitely a Marvel kid when I when I was younger. I mean, even Dark Hawk though. I mean, you know, my favorite was from that. I love Terra Inc. When they did that run, I, I love that sick shit because that was two before two. You know, he was putting on dead people's yeah. bodies, if you will, and, and, you know, parts and, and like identifying what happened. You know, and what does Chu do? He eats, which yeah. is worse. 
I'd rather put somebody's arm on or something and eat it. <laughs> I, dude, I, I, I love Chew, man. I thought that was, that's like a great run. Yeah. They need to, they need to take advantage of that actor that looks just like him before you get any older. Like right now, I forget his name. You gotta excuse me, but there's a particular actor out there that looks exactly like Chew would look like he, he's ideal. I think he was on The Walking Dead for a bit or Fear of the Walking Dead, one of those two. Oh, the guy that played Glenn? Mm-mm-mm. No, it's some other act. I'll remember eventually. Forgive me. Okay. Yeah, I'll re- I, 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 I remember eventually his name, but it's his, he, he is like ideal. I, I, sometimes I see a person, I'm like, shit, they were made for this. Or <laughs> all the artists took inspiration from them, you know? For sure, for sure. I never watched Fear the Walking Dead, though, so I'm not sure. Who oh, you might yeah. be talking about it if they were from there. I think yeah. he was in fear. I actually think he was really in fear. Great, great. You know, I mean, again, Walking Dead is going to finish. You know, we got two more episodes, so let's see what pops off. Who's going to die? I already see some people flip sides. Oh, my God. I, you're not watching right now? I was like, yeah, yeah, now it's the time to watch. It's going to end. <laughs> yeah, I, I bounced out a couple seasons ago. All right, come on. Just come back for the finale. Watch everybody die. Come on. Yeah, maybe. Come maybe on. You're, you're selling me. You're selling me now. Yeah, like Arnold would say, come on, come on, run to the top and go watch him die now. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. We'll do, Arnold. All right, all right. <laughs> but, but, bro, yeah. so who got you into comics? Because before we get into the amazing platform that you have, but, you know, what is this love? Because, you know, your first company had to be comics related. So why that? Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's funny, like a lot of people always ask, like, what was like your entry or what was that first first one? Not who got you into it. And like, I I would have to think it's probably a combination of like going to the candy store with my dad and picking up like an Archie or like a G.I. Joe. And I couldn't tell you any numbers or or, like anything like that. You were just picking up. I mean, especially G.I. Joe, you saw it on TV. So I'm pretty sure you would be elevated to like, oh, yeah. and, And checking that out. But then. A buddy of mine in middle school, like he was probably like my my shepherd, if you will. Like I thought he was cool, and he, and he was a great artist. Like he would draw Spider Man, and and oh, nice. like I'd be blown away like by what he was doing. And we go to shows, and and there there weren't conventions then; they were just shows, you know, like where, hey, hotel shows, a, a rinky dink room, couple of tables, and you hopefully find a deal. <laughs> exactly, and they had them at, at like the high school, the local high school too, and stuff. Because like this is, dude, it, it was hot, right? Like ninety one, it was like the boom period. Oh, so. oh, oh yeah, but I, but you know what? But that was a great time to still find gems in those dollar and fifty cent boxes. Yeah, Nowadays, that's young, not happening. You know? I know, yeah. but me, I, I I was already in my you know late teens, so I was like, all right. I'm I trying you. to figure this out. And I was finding like, oh, these shits, a dollar? Really? This costs this much? Are you nuts? All right, but you know, not, not to them in my mind. Internal yeah. monologue. <laughs> but, I mean, got introduced to the New Warriors, and I was like, these are my guys. Like, that okay. it, that was number one, but then... Who was your favorite on New Warriors? Nova. Nova, Speedball. Like, those those two. Then you got... Like, How did you feel when, when Speedball changed? I was kind of out of comics by that point. Like I never read the penance, the, the penance stuff, yeah. you know, like when I sort he of looked like, cool though, cool as F. Well, yeah. But I think like the whole thing was like, he would hurt himself to unleash his power. Like it was yeah. like a weird sadomasochistic kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> hey, that's what the writer was into apparently. Hey, where's <laughs> yeah. my... <laughs> but then, it, but then at the same time, like you had, you had 
thing you value and like Vertigo was big with Sandman and, and like, I mean, there's just so much going on at that time. So th- that was like the era. And then, you know, sort of like I got out of it for a little bit and then the movies started coming out like X-Men and Spider-Man. And I was like, I know all this stuff. Like this validates everything I used to do. And like kind of got me back in like ultimate Spider-Man when, when that and came all of a out, sudden, friends that didn't like comics were like, Hey, did you see this movie? They were calling you. Hey, do you know about this? Exactly. <laughs> and here, you know, like I have like all the, all the knowledge of it. So I'm enjoying it on a different level than everybody else. It, you know, I, yeah. it, it felt like I'm in the know. It was cool. <laughs> and then, you know, like when, so I was touring, I was a musician and I was touring and then sort of like, simultaneously. yeah, touring with anyone we know. <sighs> yes, but that's maybe for another time. <laughs> oh, really? Hey, so you were a journeyman? What instrument you play? Drums. Right, the drums. So, all right, so you were a journeyman doing some things for some stuff? Yeah. Hey, check you out. We actually will talk about music another time. For, we have a whole show for that, too. Don't you worry. For another time. Another music, time. you say it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the cool thing was, like, when I was on the road, was when like comicsology started happening and I got my first iPad. Like I, I actually, like I was bringing, you know, like graphic novels with me and like my backpack was like so filled up. And then all of a sudden all I had to do is carry this one device and I had everything I wanted to read basically. So that was a game changer for me. Um, and it just made it easy and accessible to, to like really get back into like everything, yeah. you know, 2012 Valiant yeah. came back and yes. that like rejuvenated it a whole no. lot in me. Again, and I have a great you know? story behind that one because I, I was early on on the brand, and I kind of challenged them. And I at the time, and that was the nest still right, you know, you know, running the company. I was like, yeah. I don't know why should I like this. He responded to me, "Go to Commissology right now and buy and buy the Harbinger. Yep. If we don't like it." Send me the receipt. I will reimburse you right now. I said, "All right." Awesome. Challenge taken. Dinesh. I ain't gonna be a you know a, a punk. So I, I went ahead, did it, got the books, read them all, went back and replied. I don't need your money back. <laughs> I, <don't> need <laughs> money. I love this shit. Wow. Amazing stuff, Dinesh. And I mean, that that's the body that was a fanboy that said this shouldn't die and brought that back. Wow. Absolutely, the love man. of comics. So you have that nature, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> One of us. One, One of, of us. us. <laughs> hey! But yeah, I, you know, and I guess just like really keeping up with a lot of stuff that's going on in the industry, sort of like since 2012 and seeing image and boom and everything that's coming out from, from them. And that's kind of like my favorite stuff at the moment. It, to me, it's, it's a little too hard to keep up with everything that's going on in Marvel and DC. Oh, you can't, it's too many storylines. And then you yeah. got the gra- you know, the mini series and the events, it, it's, and you got to get complicated. XXX. Yeah. Again, I, you know, I used to be a big fan, but I was seeing myself just like, okay, damn, to do one storyline, like I broke it down, like, damn, I'm spending like a, a bean a month, you know, $100 more a month to collect the storyline. I mean, it's hard. That. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't do that. Again, this is why I've always been a fan of my Spawn and my Conan. These are something that, you know, lives within this own universe, and I don't have to go spend that, that heavy dollar. So, I well, mean... Now- 
Well, now you well, do. Yeah. Now you got like five spawn titles you got to go get every month. <laughs> but that, you know what though? But I'll drop everything else and I'll get my spawns. I'll get my Conan. I'll get my Barbaric, which I like a lot. You know, what Barbaric I mean? is sick. I love Barbaric. Yeah, Vault that's the kind of stuff. Killing like, it. Yeah. Yeah, Vault Vault's doing some great stuff right now too. I, I know I'm leaving people out. And yeah, I get my Terra from Scott Snyder. I love sure, Scott sure. Terra. Love that shit. I'll, I'll dare. My my comic book shop skipped me on a book that I had to hunt for. I was like, oh, you mothers. Jeez, I told you guys never to take this away from me. <laughs> and I do all the milestone. That's the only thing, too. Because I've been clamoring for that back, and I'm happy to see it back. Because DC had an original that was universe the whole time. They used too stupid to use it. I mean, the contract yeah. stuff, I understand. But it's like, come on. Agreed. Um, yeah. And, and um. AWA, I believe, is putting out a book from Garth oh, Ennis yes. uh, called Mar- Marjorie Finnegan. Oh, yeah. Yo, yo, AWA smashing uh, like it. Super- yeah. Yeah. Aftershock's got good stuff. Vault. Uh, again, boom, image. Still being valiant. Yeah, so. Independence is killing it. This is what I'm saying. Like, people are like, oh, you know, complaining so much on the DC Marvel. And this is the whole narrative and jargon you see on social media it's like yo guys uh are you aware other shit exists <laughs> well that's the thing because i feel like it used to be that it was too difficult to get into other stuff and now i feel like it's too Not. difficult to, to get into the marvel and dc stuff oh yeah it's just again too many storylines changing changing narratives to to fit within a movie you know and, and the example of america chavez right She's not even, you know, a Puerto Rican character in the book, but, you know, they, they, they hire someone else. You know, they're not her fault, but, you know, the actress's fault, you know. But, you know, and, and shame on you people for attacking her, you know, blame the people that cast her, not, not, not her. Um, oh, she, yeah. uh, but, you know, you know, they changed the narrative. Oh, she was an outer space tower that got adopted by, and just to fit the narrative, oh, all of a sudden, oh, they, they just changed the origin, like, like this year. Oh, I didn't oh, even realize. I didn't even realize now that. Now she's truly from Earth. I, I, we met the whole time. Oh, really? Just because the writer happened to be, so let's change the narrative. I mean, stop doing that. I, I, I don't dig that. Yeah, I you know what I mean. That. You know, this is why I, I dig indie so much. You know, they keep you know on their narrative. It is what it is. The characters are not going to change. It is you know this is the character. You know, if they die, hey, if they die. This is why I love The Walking Dead so much. You know, and I would get shocked by that. My wife would be like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Oh my god." You don't even know what this is about until the TV show came out. And then she got hooked <laughs> for totally. a while, you know. But like, but drilling down even further, like away from Marvel and DC in a way, and, and into all this indie stuff is like the creator-owned stuff, and that's kind of like, yes. you know, like what what we're doing with Zoop is, I mean, trying to lift up and and provide an outlet, a, a place for like all these creators to put their stuff out, and yes, we have. A, you know, we have a bunch of campaigns that are live right now, some that need, you know, your support. So people who are out there listening that love indie stuff want to, pr- pr- um, excuse me, support creators putting out new stuff so that it's not just more DC. I mean, great, I already, on, honestly, yeah. great stuff. Honestly, is, like, but... I, I'm really proud of like the, the slate <laughs> that we have, like some of the stuff that's coming out is really, really, really impressive. I've interviewed some of your creators already, you know, uh, from Hermano de Destino. You know, uh, 33, you know, yeah. uh, the the 10 magic courses. I mean, I, I got to get Love Bunny and Mr. Ho. I mean, I got you know, and that's funded. And La Mano del Destino, yeah. funded. funded. Love yeah. it. I mean, and La Mano del Destino, not, I mean, that's a gorgeous book. And, and, and it's like, wow. And to, for me, it's just a Latino, see a Latino 
you know, uh, hero. Like, oh, this is dope. But you even got more on that because you got stuff coming soon, like Ascension and Epic Chaos, Diary of the Astro Nudes, folks. Yeah. That one looks fun. Wait, I, can, I can tell that's you know, for you. That's for you, Al. Well, you know what? Let me go ahead and share my screen because we got to yeah, take yeah. a look at this gorgeous website full of goodies, folks. I mean, you got to look at this. Oh, that's the wrong Whoa. screen. Oh! <laughs> Don't you feel like Dr. Strange right now? Holy shit, bro. <laughs> we just went into that whole Strange verse right there on that mother. Love it. All right, so let's do it right here. <laughs> Hey, there yeah, goes Love Bunny and Mr. So, yeah, how did Tim Seeley come to know about this? What was that pitch like, kiddo? Um, kind of easy, to be honest with you. You know, this this was a book that he had done already okay. uh, like 10 years ago. I, it, could, it could even be longer. And it, it came out. Um, oh, there it goes. Yeah, that- yeah, it came out through Image. Um. Apparently, like there were some some printing errors. It wasn't exactly the way that he had wanted it. Uh-huh. So, you know, he he retains all the rights, and he had just finished um, a campaign for Hack Slash over on okay. another platform. Okay. Um, and he was like, you know what? Like, if you guys kind of take all the heavy lift off my plate, that's great. I have this book. Like, I don't really have to. Like do much to get it ready. Let's give it a shot. You know, it was okay. it was just a very like understanding what it is that we're doing that we're trying to grow and and, and build this. And he was game to give it a go. And and look, you know, in two days we're completely funded and and hopefully we double. And two days, I yeah. mean, that's also it, it, it's Tim City. That's why you yes, know, a, a recognized yeah. name. So he comes out with signs like people. He he brings a fan base. Absolutely. We're about yeah. two days. God bless, kiddo. Woo! Wonderful. So with that, and you know what, like what that does is, you know, having having guys like Tim on the platform, having him bring you know hundreds of new uh, supporters and backers, you know, that exposes all those people to all these other campaigns that are on the platform, and hopefully, you know, they turn back around and they support some more things as well. I mean, you got awesome and we do see, and we see that happening. Honestly, we do see that happening. You know, th- th- there's definitely people that come for one thing and wind up backing two, three, four, five. You know, at a time. Okay, I mean, look at these couple. These are the funded projects. You know, the the yeah. Saturnia uh, Gambit, Sat- the Nightcrawlers, Sat- what, yep. Sat- Saturnalia. <laughs> Saturnalia. I, I think it's Saturnalia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do it. But I'm a name butcher. The Nightcrawlers, you know, uh, Stone Harbor, the Winterman, the Brothers James. That looks gangster. Yeah. Uh, that looks good. like such a seventies poster. <laughs> it, it, it's very, it's it's a black and white one. It, it, it's it's it, in my mind very Walking Dead ish. Um, but oh. it's just like yeah, yeah. It, it's Midwest sort of like nice. cars and guns and girls and. Super, bro, you, know, you got Bart Sears too, bro. The heads will roll. Well, so yeah, I so mean, that one wow. was Bart Sears. Re- resolution was Ron Mars, Andy Lanning, Rick Leonardi. Yeah, you got um, Des Taylor. Yo, I love Des art. Well, keep an eye on on Zoop over the next few months. We may have something new for you. Oh, you heard that, Johnny? Hey, right up your alley, <laughs> kiddo. Oh, smack slow city blues. Look at that. Woo. Yeah, that's Yasmin Putri cover right there. So, and these are the coming soon's right here. I mean, look at this. 
Yeah. So no, some really good looking stuff from, from some hardworking people who are looking to put their, you know, put their books out, man. Oh, Band of Bards and all them. Ha, ha, ha. Nice. Yeah, Check yeah. Wow. Awesome. And, oh, right up my alley, a root. Just I saw somebody with an axe kicking ass. All right, let's get it done. Yeah. So that's Nick Patara from, uh, um, nice. Manhattan Projects with Jonathan Hickman. Um, he's, he's done a bunch of, uh, I think Ninja Turtles stuff and some variants from Marvel and whatnot. But so that, that one's going to be pretty big for us as well. That's coming out in April. Um, top, top, but, top, top. but yeah, you know, a, a, a lot of, a lot of great creators, you know, that brother's James, that was Brian level. Um, he's yeah. done a bunch of like absolute carnage and, and he's, he's on the current Batman versus Bigby book from DC. So that's, that's his creator on one. Um, so yeah, you know, so, some, some, some creators at that level and then some new, you know, newer creators that are coming into the industry or, you know, have like a one campaign, two campaigns under their belt and just okay. looking to really, you know, start a career and put their stuff out there and, and, you know, build their, build their base through crowdfunding. So, okay. so, you know, wh- what does you guys offer over any other crowdfunding platform? It depends. So the, so one cool thing that we, that we're really happy with is if, if you check out any of the campaign pages, if you go back to, um, yeah, any of the live camp pages, uh, live, live campaign pages, excuse me. Um, the top row there. Yeah. And what you'll see is it's not the, the reward tier system that you're used to on other platforms. This is more, a la carte. It's more e-commerce. Okay. So for, for a backer, you could say, Hey, I want one of those. I want two of those. Give me that. Throw it oh, all nice. into your cart. And then you check out and you're done. There's no need for backer kit. There's no need for like having to choose one tier and missing out on another tier and having to wait, oh, you know, for like the after campaign campaign. So it's just more like if you were to go to Amazon and say, Hey, I need this, this and this and this, throw it in your cart and you check out. It's the same thing. Get it so, done. One and done. Exactly. So we streamline that process. We make it so much easier for the creators and for backers as well. So and who does that? Is it up to, to this? I'm the creator. Am I having to upload this or does in-house take care? Right. Who, who manages all this for me? Because I am a creator, for example. Oh, do tell, Al. Maybe we're going to have you on the platform one day. Huh? <laughs> you never know. Hey. <laughs> hey, heard it here first. Heard it here first, eh? Huh? You never know. You never know. Come on over, Al. We got some toys to play with, but uh, <laughs> no. So, so right, right now, because we're a new platform, and, and originally we we were one model where we were handling all the campaign management, we were handling all the printing, all the fulfillment for every single oh, one. Oh wow! Of you were handling fulfillment at all? Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, but now because you know Kickstarter made their announcement in December about moving to blockchain. Long story short, a lot of people are not happy with that are, mm-hmm. and are looking for alternatives. So now we open up the doors and we're offering a more streamlined platform. We can't provide all the services to everybody. We just don't have the bandwidth for that. Gotcha. But what we are doing is more apples to apples with Kickstarter. So people can come on. Um, we'll charge the platform fee and the credit card processing fee. And we're going to do some light administrative work as well on the front end okay. and help with, with, with goals and setting up the page. Um, we are the ones that physically set up the page. Um, and then on the end, when it comes to pledge management and trying to track down people and credit card information and addresses and stuff, we'll help with that as well. Okay. And, be- and because we eliminate the need for backer kit, 
that helps everybody streamline and spend less time on their campaigns. Love, so, love it. So, but what if I wanted to help get some help with printing or do you guys have the available resources or pointers in the right direction? Are there partners within Zoop that you guys use that, that could help the creator make the process easier for, for to allow us to just create? Yeah, it, it, it's a case by case basis. A lot of it times, you know, a, a lot of these creators are coming and they're either A, not asking for it or B, they've already done something like this and they have their, their resources. You know, a lot of people okay. come prepared. Like they know, like, Hey, I'm going to do crowdfunding. I should line all this stuff up. Gotcha. So it, it's impressive to see like everybody with an understanding of sort of the process, you know? So do you think that's the best lane to take then? You know, if a uh, independent creator is going to approach any crowdfunding platform, be prepared first before you even bring it. Yeah. The more preparation you have, the better chances of success you're going to have. Look, crowdfunding is not guaranteed. It never is. But the more you prepare, the more you build up and establish your own organic network before you launch a campaign, you know, you'll have that pool of people to draw from. It, it just makes it so much easier to attract the, the number of people that you need in order to raise thousands of dollars to put a book out. So as much prep work, as much legwork as you can do beforehand always increases your chances. Again, no guarantees in anything, but certainly increases your chances. I mean, and you guys help with all this, even that's th this verbiage, for example. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I'll, we'll sort of lay out what's necessary, okay. right? Like, hey, tell us a little so bit. So you have your template, if, if you will. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We have a document that, that we have a document that we share with all the creators. We have a spreadsheet for like all the rewards and all the imagery that needs to go in. So we try to make it as easy as possible. And quite yeah. frankly, we don't, we don't get a lot of questions, which is good. I think we're doing a good job of that. Is a good thing. The less questions, the better, kid. I mean, yeah, yeah, there yeah. are no such thing as stupid questions. But when you don't get any, that means you're doing a good thing. And how did you learn how to do that? I'll, look, I'll give all the credit to Eric. Uh, my partner, he was the one with the crowdfunding experience. I, I'm, I'm the guy, you know, who, who knows. So you're the student and he's the sensei. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Dude, Eric is the day to day handling all the heavy lift for every single one of these, these creators and all of our clients. He, he's the one that's creating all these pages. I mean, yeah, he, he's the one with the brains for crowdfunding. Again, like I'm the one that knows how to like start a business, run a business. Uh, work with the technology and, and the user experience. We also have a third partner. He's our CTO. So basically, you're the nerd and he's the fun guy. If you want, <laughs> sure. He'll like that. He'll like that. <laughs> so he will. Shout out, Eric, man. You're right. We got to have you on, too, so we could talk about talk to you about, you know, how, how you view this bad boy. I mean, yeah. and so what's up, man? What are we getting with this newsletter when we sign up? You're going to know about all the campaigns that are coming up. You'll be there for launch dates, for the early bird specials, for any kind of sales that may be going on. Ooh. That's kind of like one of the things with us is, is we could be flexible. You know, if someone has a piece of art or they want to add more commissions uh, to their campaign page, they want to change things up. We're here for it, man. There's no reason to put parameters on a campaign. We're Got here it. to help people succeed. If they're not okay. succeeding, what can we do to help them succeed? All right. And so with that, how's the customer service? Is it 24-7 operation or is there set hours, you know, for, for if anyone has any questions about the platform? Yeah. I mean, look, you know, people hit us up at hello at wearezoop.com and that's kind of the place to reach us for any questions, concerns, customer support, anything like that. So 
Um, you're looking at customer support right now. Uh, <laughs> so if I'm not, but if I'm, if I'm not sleeping, if I'm not sleeping, I'm getting back to you soon. There you go. Folks, let him sleep, man. You know, he needs to help build this platform so that way he can make sure that we all are, in fact, a success. You know, when we line up our projects on something as great as this, man. But, you know, why did you feel the need for Zoop, though? What was it? What was that, 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 that key point when you said that the world needs Zoop? The fun, so, it, interesting question. So, like, when I, I started my other business, Comic Blitz, and there wasn't a need for it. Okay. I, it was something I was interested in. I wanted to do it, but I realized I wasn't really solving anybody's problem. There was already solutions mm. out there. I, you know, I wasn't really changing anything up. But like I said, the original model was sort of this full service platform, you know, that, that okay. takes it from A to Z. Um, and that was the big differentiator. That was like, hey, like, Crowdfunding is good, but it could be so much better. And that was kind of where mm. we came in and we're attracting, you know, a whole bunch of creators that maybe would never have thought about doing it before because they're like, I don't want to sit in my apartment packaging 500, you know, boxes full yeah. of stuff. Or, <laughs> Who wants that? Or, yeah. Or I, I got to juggle my day job or my other freelance work. I don't have time to like run this campaign full time. So, you know, thinking about like the ways to make it easier, lower that barrier to entry, you know, that, that's kind of what spawned it. And just seeing that it was on the rise, e-commerce on the rise, crowdfunding on the rise. People are, are adapting to it. They're understanding the model. So they understand the value behind the model. I think that's the key point. Not just the model, but the value behind the model. Because again, the other, you're not going to be held at the mercy of contracts that are going to be raping your creative resources. You know what I mean? So 100%, right? And, and when I say 100%, creators retain 100% of everything, all, all their rights. We, we don't, you know, we don't take anything there. And the, the community that's being built around this right now is like really impressive to see online people supporting and, and like really trying to like get behind us and what we're doing because it is important in the industry and people are looking for a platform support like this, not just for them, for their friends, for other creators that they support. So you know, for all those reasons, it, it's super proud of everything we've done so far. And, and you know, we're, we're going to keep growing this thing so that we have as many creators as we can host. Excellent. So what about time limits of campaigns? You know, is there a, a, a firm time limit or, or, or is that something that's customizable, you know, for the Customize creator? How does that work? Customizable and flexible, right? So, okay. so what's the maximum? We haven't got there yet, I guess. I don't know. Hey, shit. All right. Wow. Okay. But nice. Like why, like why put a limit on it? If you need more time, take more time. Like, isn't the name of the game to get this out there, right? Like what, what, what difference does it make to literally anybody? If you're close to your goal, you're not hitting it, throw on an extra week. Why would, why would that be a bad thing? Won't, aren't, aren't the supporters hoping that this is going to get made? So the hope is to well? hit the goal. So the hope is to hit the goal, and, you, and and that stays as open as long as possible. So what is there a limit after you hit the goal? What do you mean? Like so, in for example, I, you know, uh, I want that oh, to make oh, 10, I, and, and, and we hit twelve, but the, you know, um, you know, once I hit, you want to keep goal, going? I mean, yeah, and I want to keep going. I mean, or, or is there a stop to that? 
we haven't really dealt with that yet, but okay. dude, if it, if it's still going and going and going, why, why stop it? Why would, how does that benefit the creator? You know, how does that benefit the people who are like trying to still come to, you know, and, and get that product? That's the thing, you know, like I said, I crowdfunding has been great. It can be better. Yeah. So we're, it, we're, it we're, we're, we're playing with the flexibility. Oh. We're, we're here right. to, we're here to help and support. And if we're, Cutting people off at the knees. I don't think that we're doing what we're supposed, what we set out to do. So, gotcha. so is Zoop going to stay away from from the blockchain madness? Yeah, we have, we have no plan. Honestly, I wouldn't even know how to get on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, so I ain't fucking with it. <laughs> it, it. It ain't broke. Don't fix it. Like, I mean, I agree. Yeah. I, I like to say that like, Kickstarter gave us the best press release we could have ever had. <laughs> Thank you, you know, Kickstarter. <laughs> well, nothing. So here, here's the thing. There is nothing that blockchain technology offers that makes funding any better, easier, or different at all for any backers. There's not one piece of technology that makes it that changes anything. So for that reason alone, I just don't understand the whole effort of potentially, you know, pushing aside like a large part of your, your base yeah. of, you know, creators. And I don't just mean comics, like they have all different categories, oh, yeah, all man. those creators. I mean, it encompasses all, all pop culture. If you will. And then all the backers, there are, there are backers that are like, I'm not getting behind this either. So who wants an NFT? I mean, unfortunately, I've seen a lot of artists get robbed recently, you know, with, with you know, but 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 you know oh they get flagged but by the time it gets flagged you know how much money has the perpetrator made and you know and because the blockchain is the way it is you can't get that money back. Yeah, I mean, like, I think in theory, it was meant to be a good thing. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> meant to be a good thing, you know. But, but, but unfortunately, it, it, you know, you got those pricks out there that just hey. They're trying to make that quick buck, and unfortunately, people that don't verify or confirm, you know, fall victim to, to it, these, you know, pretenders. Yeah, it just seems that in such a short amount of time, there's way too many negative, like tr true negative stories, not just you know yes. people being outraged without anything, without any substance behind it, but like hearing real stories of, yeah. of like not Twitter talk, real talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, but like people who are actually being ripped off, or you know, their art yeah. stolen, you know. But, or money made off of them and they're not seeing a dime. And, and the whole promise of it was to be able to facilitate royalties on, on yeah. every you know, future sale. Financial freedom. But you don't see, you don't see anybody chiming in. Like I got my first royalty check or, you know, I resold this piece and now so-and-so is getting the percentage. Like I, I haven't seen one tweet like that. Not yeah. one. Yeah, you you, you, talk, you remind me of like Rob Life when he said that everybody, you know, people are getting brigade from the Kickstarter. I have not seen one picture of it because I haven't gotten my copy 10 years later. Jesus. Yeah, well. You know, that's what I asked you about the length. I mean, come on, man. What is your whole Rob Accountable after 10 years of not delivering a book? <laughs> I mean, it's amazing that, it, like, I don't want to get into all that, but that. <laughs> That's one of the things that hopefully we also solve by being involved in some of these projects and, and actually doing the fulfillment, you know, like we, we're trying to get that, that problem out of 
Yeah, because that's the key problem. Because again, there's a lot of great independent creators, but sometimes you know shit happens. You know, you know, and, and people put yeah. in money, you know, and then I get in the product. I just want to make sure, also, you know, the 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 consumer is safe too. You know, they're gonna make sure they're gonna have a product in their hands. Exactly. You know? Although, I mean, people Good need point. to know, like, like right now, there are tons of delays. There are tons of issues with you know paper and labor. I mean, it's global, shipping. man. It's global. Even with chips, man. Go ahead and try to buy a graphics card now. It's gonna cost you three times the price, son. It, it's it's a hundred percent true, and and we're not the only ones affected. But I, I, the one thing is, like, you know, not everybody is like understands that or like knows that that's going on. You oh, know, right, oh, like, right. no, 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 no. The real, the realness of behind that is that they don't care, you know, because it's hitting yeah, them in the pocket. So like, I don't give a shit. It's hurting me. So yeah, but you know, look, we're, <laughs> we're 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 doing the best we can. Sometimes your hands are tied behind your back, and you just have to be transparent when you're, when you're communicating, and that's it. Yeah, an entrepreneur, I understand that as well. You know, you know, things, you know, a lot of the time, which is beyond your control. <laughs> exactly. 100% now. 100%. You know, I mean, that we're, entrepreneurs sometimes have the mercy of others because, again, you know, as we're trying to build something, we're also relying on something. It, 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 it's a web. And when the web starts getting broken in certain places that's falling apart, not a good thing. Yeah, but look, you, you try to you try to make it so that that doesn't happen. And if you see something starting to crack, you patch it up as as quick as you can. And then yes, the more you know, the more important thing is just being transparent with you know. The, is the that community. how mindful you guys are at Zoop? Are you guys on point like that to make sure that there's no breaks in that web or cracks in the foundation to make sure that everything's getting you know done? Yeah, you know, and, really- any challenges you guys have faced you know recently during COVID? Oh, plenty, man. We we had we had books sitting in the in the port for months, wow, which, really? which is super frustrating, right? Because oh. you do everything you can to get everybody what they want on time. And then these things are just out of your hands, right? So th- they're on their way to, to people as we speak. But like, right. it, you know, that's the kind of thing where it's like, look, we, we did everything we're supposed to. We did it all right. Yeah. But then there's this break in the, like a, in the yeah. link in the COVID chain. happened, folks. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they could just easily look at the news and confirm that because that, that is the realness. That, that's what everything, that's why inflation is exactly. crazy right now, folks. Come on, man. Do the math. Yeah. But at the same time, we have more and more creators that are coming every day, more projects that are being announced that we have, you know, please go to, go to the site, zoop.gg, sign up for all of these to find out more about each of these, each of these uh, campaigns that are coming out, support these creators. They need your support in order to get their stuff. Made. I see you. I see you guys. Cause you, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll give you guys credit. You know, Kickstarter likes to send a once a week little bullshit. Oh, projects we love, but I see you guys. There's a project. If we're on that list, we get a fucking notification immediately. Yo, check out this new project. Don't, yeah. it, it, it's not the project we Zoops all. love. It's we love them all. Yeah. Thank that you, bro. That is correct, you, my friend. You, you took my the words right out of my effing mouth, bro. Because we love exactly, them all. Because you share each and every one, and we try to share everything you guys send, you know, but you guys are overdosing, man. It's like, wow, you, people are loving what you're doing, but we love it too. Because when anybody's out there to help the independent creator, then we're That's with okay. you, man. You know, Thank that, you, man. That's God's Much word, man. We got to help people uh, at the end of the day. There's a lot of so many talented people out there that just don't get the opportunity or the chance to tell their story. Because, you know, believe you me, man, there's so many amazing stories to be yet to be told that we haven't heard. 
and, and you we could find so many of them on platforms like Zoop right now. And again, that are actually in service for the independent creator, which is key. And I mean, and this is the independent creator across all types of stuff. And, you know, are we limited to books on Zoop? No, man. Look, I mean, that's where we're starting, right? I mean, everybody's going to start somewhere. And that that's my background. That's, that's my partner's background. But we have big ideas. So much, much, much more to come. Yay! Next, next, next time, Al. Next time. Hey, uh, what's next time? I'm trying to get a scoop here. What's next? What do you think? Anything in the works that you could tease? I mean, any announcements? You know, a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, 2023. I mean, you know, where can we hear of the latest developments in Zoo? Because you know, you're the type of dude that that again, you for me, you're a person that likes to do business. You're an entrepreneur, and I know. Your mind don't stop going. Those gears keep on rolling. All right, Al, since you asked, I'll give you this. And then, unfortunately, my friend, we're going to have to wrap it up. But we'll, end on, a, we'll end on a high note. Uh-oh. Um, we have a highly recognizable IP that we are doing a jigsaw puzzle for. Um, look out for that. I'll say by the month of April. Oh, for my birthday, Eva. Happy birthday, go. Al. Happy birthday. Well, then I'm gonna need you to come back on when that when that announcement happens, so we could you know sell it and tell people why they're gonna need to buy it. And I'm not gonna need to buy it as a birthday gift to myself. You're Jordan. You've just been an amazing guest. Thank you for your uh, your entrepreneurship, your creative energy, wanting to help the independent community. Just give me your flowers, bro. You are a hero. In the independent comic community, so thank you, my brother. So, uh, same, same to you, man. Amplifying voices, all no, for real, for real, all, all the time. I see everything that you're doing online and on Twitter you, and everything for the community. It, it's that's inspiring stuff too, man. Keep it up. Much it's appreciated love. by everybody. It's love. Lo- it's love, man. Follow my homie Jordan right here, Jordan Prosky, and Zoop at We Are Zoop all over Twitter, everywhere. But please, most importantly, visit the website Z Oh, that, that's a rap song right there. You got to come up with something right there. Z-double-O-P dot G-G-A. Here we go. Oh, I love it. I mean, Zoop, you know, telling you, this, this is an amazing platform. If you guys are fans of independent comic books and creation, this is the place you need to go to right now. Support these amazing creators for amazing projects. Jordan, thank you again. I'm Al Mega. Now, I'll also tell you what to do, folks. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Wepa! Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 